Welcome to this podcast series Transform Your Life by Understanding Bhagavad Gita. This is your host Dr. Sanjeev Haribhakti and I'm here not just because I am a surgeon by profession but because I am a student of Vedanta since 2008 with the blessings of my teacher Guru Ma Samananda Saraswati ji at Samadarshan Ashram. Om Shri Paramatmane Namaha The Adhyay 11th is the Vishwarupa Darshana Yoga the path to attain the divine by the vision of the cosmic form of god after witnessing all the glories vibhuti of the divine ishwara in the 10th adhyaya navarjuna is keen to see his cosmic form vishwarupa we need to start somewhere seeing the divinity and then widen our horizons or expands to see the divinity everywhere initially we will attempt to see the divine in its limited form or the incarnate form the saguna swarupa and then we can attempt to see his glories and manifold manifestations vibhuti and then attempt to see his cosmic form the vishwarupa and then finally we can visualize god everywhere sarvatra the final goal revelation of the cosmic form enables us to see and worship the omnipresent god virat swarupa how can we endeavor to see the divine lord everywhere in this world This requires readiness of our mind to become eligible adhikaritva we have been endowed this unique capacity of our mind and intellect that can be called the divya chakshu so that we can inquire into the essence of the divine god tat padartha shodhana and attain it as our final goal for attaining god scriptures say that the seeker needs to embark on a spiritual journey sadhana to begin the journey with utmost faith shraddha in god scriptures and the one who guides us our guru the devotion or bhakti increases our faith and love for the god our lifestyle what we read listen think and meet kind of people uh, daily also affects our mind and our progress the desire for knowledge jignasa and the eligibility for knowledge adhikaritva is the beginning point for our spiritual journey while the endeavor for knowledge the prayatna and the grace of the divine krupa will finally lead us to liberation or moksha there are many forms of ishwara which help us to attain the one ishwara the highest form of ishwara is brahma which is nirguna nirakar attributeless formless pure shuddha buddha independent mukta and only satchit ananda swarupa the only truth the all knower and the all bliss form which is omnipresent sarvavyapaka ever present sarvada and same in all the beings and things samaswarupa it is changeless nirvikara and it is the foundation adhisthana of all the material objects and energies this pure consciousness or shuddha chaitanya brahma with the association of the creative energy the maya upadhi becomes the ishvara the one undivided instrumental and material cause of the creation abhinna nimitta upadana karana which is having the attributes of three gunas saguna but still it is formless nirakara from which the creation arises the same pure consciousness when assumes the inner self as a associate antakarana upadhi becomes the individual jiva 
and this is what we perceive as a reflected consciousness pratibhimbit chaitanya which you believe as separated as an individual or jiva whereas in reality is it is the same as a universal pure consciousness or shuddha chaitanya the first verse starts with arjuna's acceptance of the divine ishvara rather than a question his request for fulfilling his desire in front of krishna firstly starts with a prayer and then surrender to the lord arjuna says with your grace all my delusions are destroyed madanugrahaya paramam guhya madhyatma sangnitam he says with your immense grace you spoke to me about the most secretive spiritual knowledge of the atman tena mama moha ayam vigataha he says with which all my delusions my moha is gone this knowledge of the self the atman and its wise distinction from the non self na atma anatma viveka is so powerful that it destroys all the attachments arising out of delusions about the reality which are born out of ignorance only knowledge has the power to wipe out the ignorance and illuminate the true self arjuna's prayer continues he says i know well you are divine ishwara hey kamala patraksha he says oh krishna your eyes are like lotus petals i've heard from you the origin dissolution of all the beings in great details in the 10th adhyaya and also about your eternal indestructible splendor all your glories and manifestations in the 10th adhyaya and humans have a natural tendency to desire to see the good things that we have heard about may it be food places or people and now arjuna desires to see the lord in his divine cosmic form vishwarupa darshana he says hey parameshwara oh greatest lord as you are describing yourself you are the same purushottama drashtum ichhami te rupam aishwaram he says i have a desire of seeing you in that complete splendor the vishwarupa swarupa arjuna has seen various glories of the divine in certain places and accepted the divinity as a foundation of the universe now he has a wish to see the divine cosmic form of ishwara who is all pervaded in the universe he humbly submits his desire to ishwara with prayers with a condition that only if he is eligible to see he says oh lord hey prabhu manyase yadi tat shakyam maya drashtum iti if you believe it is possible that i am eligible to see hey yogeshwara tatah me darshaya tvam atmanam avyayam he says oh lord of the yogis then please manifest and show me your perennial eternal form arjuna's request to see the divine giant cosmic form the vishwarupa vishwara is conditional only if has the capability to behold this giant form here arjuna does not insist on but surrenders his request to the lotus feet of the lord and submits let the lord's wish prevail this is a sign of an ardent devotee the all benevolent ever graceful lord is ever ready to reveal himself shri bhagavan uvacha the great lord speaks o arjuna now you see my hundreds and thousands of different forms all celestial forms of different colors and shapes at one place and what are you going to see in this cosmic form bhagwan says see the 12 sons of aditi aditya eight vasus 11 rudras two ashwini kumar the 33 pradhan devata the main deities and 49 maruta ganas apart from this he says you shall see many things that you haven't seen before and it would be very astonishing for you to see hey gudakesha o conqueror of sleep arjuna's name iham mamadehe pashya in this body of mine you shall see ekastham sacharacharam jagat kratsnam at one place you will see one complete universe of all the moving and non moving things 
and apart from this whatever else you desire to see krishna prepares arjuna that is about to witness the most spectacular scenes that he has would never have thought of let alone witness and then he says it is not possible for you to see with your regular eyes divyam dadami te chakshu but don't worry i shall give you divine eyes he also gives the solution pashyame yoga maishwaram with which you shall be able to see my divine splendor lord becomes silent and unfolds himself into the divine cosmic form the vishwarupa and sanjaya describes the revelation of this cosmic form in six next six verses after having said this lord of yogi shows arjuna paramam roopa maishwaram is divine form with all the divine splendor sanjay is describing the unfolding of the cosmic form to king dhritarashtra sanjay the charioteer has immensely good fortune to see this cosmic form as he is very pure at heart and that is why sanjay has been gifted the divine chakshu the divya chakshu from veda vyasa to see the mahabharat battle and relay this to king dhritarashtra it is out of this immense grace of arjuna that krishna reveals his cosmic form in full splendor to arjuna sanjay describes the vividly the cosmic divine form of the lord he says with many different faces and many different eyes many unbelievable forms and many divine costumes with many divine weapons ready to use with divine garlands and clothes body pasted with divine fragrance this lord is full of wonderment is endless is seen everywhere vishvato mukham with facing all the sides in a very giant form this giant cosmic form with with all the species in the universe seen at one time at one place in many indescribable forms with different costumes weapons so wonderful and endless that one cannot see the end of this giant form and the effulgence of the lord is compared with the glare of thousand sun when thousand sun arise in the sky at one time the luminance that is obtained can hardly equal to tasya mahatmana bhasaha the luminance of the great lord in his cosmic form this is something beyond our imagination and would be so difficult to see as we can hardly see even one bright sun with our normal eyes clearly and what did arjun see here tatra ikastam jagat kratnam there at one place the complete universe differentiated in all different forms arjuna saw deva devasya sharire in the body of the lord of the devas sanjay describes how arjuna saw one divinity manifesting as many different manifestations so far he had just heard of this now he is able to see this clearly with his own eyes the creation as god itself on seeing the cosmic form vishwarupa what happened to arjuna he is filled with astonishment and excitement arjuna bows down to the lord krutanjali rabhashataha in folded hands and says arjuna is mystified at this breathtaking view of the divine in his cosmic form and seeing the greatness of others makes us humble and seeing the divine cosmic divinity certainly would make us surrender to the divine arjuna now starts his prayer with folded hands he says o oh lord in your body tavade he pashyami i'm seeing all the devas and all the different groups of species brahmanamisham kamala sanastam he says i see lord brahma ji you seated on the lotus seat all the rushis and divine reptiles like vasuki sheshnag Can we really close our eyes and imagine what Arjun is seeing it is almost impossible for us to imagine this form and what is Arjun seeing Arjun is seeing innumerable limbs many trunks many mouths many eyes from all sides he says i see your endless form i cannot see the beginning the present and the end of this form pashyami vishweshwara he says i am seeing you as the lord of the universe the creator the instrumental cause and pashyami vishwarupa 
He says, I'm seeing you as the universe itself, as the creation, as the material cause. Arjuna continues the description of the cosmic form, the Vishwarupa. He says, wearing a crown, a mace and the will, Shankagada chakra in his hands, God is having a luminance form, lighted from all the sides. Pashyamitvam durnirikshyam. I'm seeing you with great difficulty as you are very radiant like a burning fire and the sun and unmeasurable from all sides. Arjuna is finding difficult even to describe the form and to see it too. Therefore, probably Arjuna chooses to pray to the formless, unmanifest, the Nirguna Swarupa. He says, Tvamaksharam, you are the chainless, indestructible, param, Paramam Veditavyam, you are the only one worth knowing. Tvamasya Vishwasya Param Nidhanam, you are the final resting place for the entire universe. Tvamavyayaha, you are eternal, Shashwata Dharma Gopta, you are protector of the perennial Sanatana Dharma. This is my opinion. And there are many different forms of God without any contradiction. The unmanifest Nirguna Brahma Swarupa is the foundation of the universe as a Jagata Adhisthana, which is to be known Gnatavya. Whereas the manifest form, the Saguna Ishwara, the creator Ishwara, the Jagata Karana, the one instrumental in the material cause of the universe is to be worshipped. It is an Upasya Swarupa. He says, you have no beginning, no presence and no end. Ananta Viryam, you are Sarva Shaktiman, you have endless courage. Ananta Bahum, you have innumerable limbs. Shashi Surya Netram, Upanishad describes the Vishwasarupa as the moon and the sun appear as your eyes. Pashyami Dipta Hutasha Vaktram, your face is, appears lighted up like a fire. Swatejasa Vishwamidam Tapantam, and with your radiance you are burning this world with a lot of heat. Arjuna has now started feeling the heat of distress, of immense illuminance of the cosmic form, the Vishwarupa. Now Arjuna is going to see the other side of the divine, the harsh side, the one that creates pain for us and is difficult for us to accept as the divine. The majestic and the ferocious side of the God are linked to the creation and the destruction in this world as two sides of the same coin. This entire space between the heaven and this world is pervaded with you alone as well as all the directions. And after seeing your majestic and this ferocious form, Drashtad, Adbhutam, Rupamugram, Tavedam, Lokatrayam, Pravyatitam, he says all the three lokas are distressed. Arjuna is now feeling the heat of distress. However, like most of us, we firstly do not acknowledge our fears and try to justify them by saying everyone is having this fear. Similarly, Arjun is also saying all the three lokas are feeling distress by seeing this grand and fierce personality of the Lord. Those group of devtas are entering you, few out of fear are singing and praying for you, are doing some prayers. And group of Maharshis are saying, Swasti Yukta, may peace prevail, and sing devotional songs in your praise with meaning. Everyone is seeing this astonishing form with bewilderment. 11 Rudras, 12 Adityas, 8 Vasu, 12 Sadhyagana, 10 Vishwagana, 2 Ashwini Kumara, 49 Marutagana, Bitrugana, Gandharva, Yaksha, Asura, and all the groups of realized enlightened men, Sarvayeva Vismita, all are astonished to see you in this form, O Lord, Arjuna is saying. All the different groups of devtas are awestruck at this baffling giant form and are seeing it with astonishment. And seeing your majestic form with many faces, many eyes, many hands, feet, many abdomen, large teeth, gums, all these people are feeling the distress. And Arjuna then says, Tathaham, and so am I. I'm also feeling the fear and the stress now. While all people seeing this majestic form are feeling distress, 
as though they have never thought of such a divine form like this. And Arjuna also accepts that he himself is also feeling the heat of distress, getting perked up, seeing this glorious form of the divine. Your cosmic form is vast, reaches the sky, is luminous, having many colors. All the mouths of the Lord are open with glowing large eyes. By seeing you, my inner self is burning with distress. I cannot have any patience or solace. So please be at peace, O Vishnu, Arjuna says. The distress of Arjuna gets intensified while seeing the furious form of the Lord. To Arjuna, it is very perplexing as he has never imagined God in this form. Arjuna's inner distress continues as he is able to describe it well, is, uh, describe it well in words. Seeing you with his giant mouth, teeth and gums with burning fire, Similar to the end of the world, na jane, I have no sense of any directions, na labhe cha sharma, I have no benefit, no happiness. Prasida says, be pleased, shower your grace, O Lord. Arjuna is now petrified with fear while seeing this ghastly form of the God. He has never witnessed something like this in the divine, never even thought that the divine can create such destruction. Arjuna is now going to see in Vishwarupa what is going to happen in the future. All the sons of Dhritarashtra along with the group of kings and Bhishma, Drona, Karna along with all the main warriors are all sucked into the mouth of the Lord with great force, having large scary teeth. Some are stuck in between the teeth. Uttamangaihi, Sandrashyante, Churinitaihi. Some heads are shattered into pieces. Arjun is now witnessing the most ghastly scene that he has ever seen. He can see Duryodhana, other sons of Dhritarashtra, Grandsire, Bhishma, his guru, Drona, his competitor, Karna, all being meet with their eventual fate of destruction. They are all being drawn forcefully into the mouth of the divine for destruction with great force of attraction. Arjuna gives two examples of a river and a moth to describe this phenomenon in the next two verses. He says, Yathanadinam bhava ambuvegaha samudrameva just as a copious flow of the rivers is naturally towards gushing towards the ocean. Says, Similarly, all the strong warriors of the mortal world are entering into your mouth which is on fire. And the second example he gives is of moths who are attracted to the light. Yatha pradiptam jwalanam patanga vishanti nashaya samruddha vegaha just as all the moths are forcefully attracted towards the lighted fire for the destruction. Tatha evanashaya vishanti loka tavapivaktrani samruddha vega. Similarly, all the people for the destruction are rapidly entering your mouth by themselves with a great force. The human life undergoes continuous change the day life is born. All the cells, nails, hairs, everything keeps shedding. After a few years of development, the body undergoes continuous degeneration to eventual destruction, which we call death. Each one of us are forcefully drawn into this eventuality with a force without our choice. When the river merges into the ocean, it actually does not get destroyed but dissolves its identity into the ocean. From the perspective of the river, the final goal is achieved and the river is at peace with itself. While from the perspective of the ocean, does not undergo any change while all the rivers keep flowing into it. Both are at bliss with themselves. Even the moth who apparently meets with its destruction by consuming itself into the light of fire also meets its eventual end and restarts its another journey as a cycle of creation and destruction goes on and on. Similarly, all the beings, Jiva, 
are forcefully drawn towards a death right after their birth and this cycle keeps on going on the creation also undergoes a cycle of destruction and recreation arjun is seeing the destructive form of the god in the most ferocious cosmic form and he describes he says you are licking and eating them thoroughly all the people who are entering your mouth on fire the entire world is filled with your radiance and this severe heat is causing a lot of distress he says that god is actually enjoying the destruction that is happening this destructible fire is causing intense heat in the mind of arjuna he is not able to bear this anymore he has never seen god in this form thus he asked ishwara a question oh lord who are you in this ferocious form akhyai me kaha bhavan ugra rupa tell me who are you in this furious form oh greatest of all devas i bow down to you be pleased i desire to know you truly oh first being as i don't understand your actions arjuna is thoroughly confused he has always thought that god is most benevolent graceful does good for all the people at all the times he has never imagined that god can have devastating form and can demolish everything and still enjoy this destruction he urges krishna in his cosmic form to have mercy on him to tell him the secret the truth behind this fearsome activities of the lord he wants to know from lord himself as no one would be able to tell him this hidden secret and therefore with this desire he asks a question to the lord in his cosmic form to unravel the secret to which bhagwan krishna answers the great lord speaks in his cosmic form kalah asmi he says i am time as death personified lokakshaya krut pravruttaha i am here and i work to destroy people lokan samahartum iha pravruttaha i am in action to massacre people he says yaha ye avasthitaha pratyanikeshu yodaha all the warriors in the opposite army that you even if you don't fight na bhavishyanti sarve they shall not remain in the future they are going to be destroyed the creation and the destruction are two sides of the same coin and they happen simultaneously the journey towards death actually starts from the birth for all the beings without exception only if we could see the hands of the divine in destruction in creation we can see the divine but in destruction rarely we can fathom the divinity at play that is why we fear death the most what knows the lord in this way is that death personified would never fear death even at a global level creation dissolution of the universe happens at the desire of the almighty therefore bhagwan says do your action arjuna as an instrument nimitta matram bhava is as tasmat tvamuttishta therefore know this reality arjuna you get up you fight this war do your duties yasha labaswa and achieve the fame get the honor get the grace of winning this war chitva shatrun win over your enemies bhungshwarajyam samruddham and enjoy the prosperous kingdom all these have already been killed by me you kill them by being an instrument nimitta matram bhava savya sachin he says be an instrument o arjuna and do your job being an instrument o arjuna nimitta matram bhava savya sachin is a very very important statement which we should remember all our life at each moment to make a major shift in the understanding in our life we all need to understand i am an instrument nimitta matra in the hands of the divine and therefore should not feel pride for what i am able to do but should always feel the grace of the divine we all need to understand that all others are also instruments nimitta matra in the hands of the divine this will help us to understand why different people behave differently at different times without we being perturbed or disturbed krishna tells arjuna to do play his role in life 
like a drama or an actor who is directed by a director in the movie or like a puppet show where the puppets move as directed by the puppeteer. The feeling of being an instrument nimitta matra in the hands of the god takes away our pride. It is the expectation of the appreciation that makes us miserable. While if we believe we are the instrument and we do not desire any appreciation, we shall always be at peace. This understanding of being an instrument nimitta matra also helps us to accept the higher power in our life. The understanding that he is a doer, I am only an instrument, helps me to share the credit of outcomes with him and make him my partner in life. This gradually percolates to the understanding that he does everything, I am a mere instrument, a witness. This helps me to surrender to the higher power and helps me to achieve peace of mind and create a stress-free life for myself and my family. Thus the statement, be an instrument, O Arjuna, Nimitta Matram Bhava Sabya Sanchi can become one of the most important pillars of our life and its journey. Do your duty without any worries, be an instrument, he says, Drona, Bhishma, Jayatratha, Karana, many other warriors, Bhagavan says, they have already been killed by me. You kill them, they are already destroyed by me. Ma Vethishta, Arjuna, don't have any fear or distress. Jetasi Rane Sapatnan, you shall win all over the enemies. Yuddhaswa, fight this war, do your duty and be a Nimitta Matra. Krishna says, Arjuna, you only need to kill those who have already been killed. You need to do a drama. Everything has been destined and accordingly is being done. Like everyone else in this universe, why don't you contribute your part, do your duty in this universe. Just do what needs to be done without any worries or anxieties of what will going to happen and just, just do your best. Sanjay now describes Arjuna's condition. After listening to the words of Krishna, Arjuna stands with folded hands, trembling, bows down again and again with a lot of fear, bows down again. Sagat Gatam Aha Krishna, being emotionally speaks to Krishna. Seeing this divine grace of the God, Arjuna is completely shaken. He now understands the play of the divine and accepts complete surrender to the divine. Sanjay describes this condition, his entire body is shaking violently and has become very emotional and in this condition he prays to Lord Krishna. Arjuna has accepted the divinity of the Lord. He says, O Rishikesha, O Krishna, the Lord of senses, Sthane, he says, it is appropriate, it is okay that after singing the glory of your deeds, the people of this world feel very happy and they develop love and attachment for you. The demons fear you, they run in different directions, whereas Sarve Namasyanticha Siddha Sangaha and the group of wise people worship you. Everything is Sthane, everything is appropriate. It is okay, it is like a magical word and this attitude can also be life-changing for us if we truly understand the design of the divine. Arjuna has accepted the work of the divine completely. Attitude, everything is okay, sthane, helps us not to complain for trivial things in life and provide the peace of mind to us. Life is full of dualities, different situations create different circumstances, in each of them we should endeavor to do what we can do to the best of our abilities and leave the rest. Whatever is the outcome, we should accept it. It is okay. All is well. No problem. It is fine. Sthane. In all of our strenuous or troublesome relationships in life, we can learn to accept the differences. It is okay. Sthane. This attitude can be life-changing and therefore we should be open to accept the change and work with enthusiasm to embrace the change. At work, we can learn to accept different points of view and take a collective decision. And in personal life too, 
we can accept ourselves completely, challenge ourselves, and keep improving on ourselves. In the next 10 verses, Arjuna prays beautifully to the Almighty by accepting his divinity and surrenders to him. Arjuna invokes Ishwara with his devotional prayers. He says, how can I not bow down to you? You are the beginning of Brahmaji. You are the greatest and the best teacher. Ananta Devesha, you have many different forms. Jagan Nivasa, you are the final home of this entire world. Sat Asat Tat Param Yata, you are the truth and the illusion in all the forms you are there. Tvam Aksharam, you are eternal. The divine Ishwara is eternal, changes, indestructible and complete, Purna in the universe. Whereas all the matters keeps changing, including the beings and all the things in this world. Ishwar is the one unseen truth, Sat, that upholds all that is seen in the universe, Asat. The truth is ever-existent. It is Sat, it is all-knower, Chit, and it is all-bliss, Ananda Swarupa. Arjuna continues his devotional invocations to the Ishwara. You are the beginning of the Devas. You are the complete being, ancient, yes, chainless. You are the final home to this world. Vittasi, you are the all-knower, the Shitragna or the Drashta. Vidyam, and you are the known, the seen world, or the one worth knowing. Chaparamchadhama, he says, you are the final destination for all the individuals. Anantarupa, you are manifested in all as a material cause. This entire world is pervaded by you. You are in the form of the wind god, there's a god of death, the fire god, the water god, the moon. As Brahma, as a great grandfather, I bow down to you thousand times again and again, I bow down to you. Arjuna is overwhelmed with emotions and is unable to find the right words to address the Supreme Divinity. Therefore, he surrenders again and again and says, I bow down to you again and again, showing his faith, love, respect and devotion to the Almighty Krishna. In all forms as wind, fire, water, even as God of death and destruction, he now sees the divine at play. I bow down to you from the front, from the behind. He says, Namastute Sarvataheva, from all directions I bow down to you. You are Sarva, you are always, ever, at all places, in all forms. You are endlessly strong, you are bold, enterprising, you are accept, you accept one and all, you are pervaded in all. O Atman of all, you manifest as all. Arjuna asks for forgiveness for his mistakes unknowingly which he may have committed. He says, Saketi Matwa, understanding you as my friend, Prasabham Yaduktam. If my words have disrespected you, if I have said, Hey Krishna, Hey Yadava, Hey Saketi, he says, Ajanata Mahimanam Tavaidam, not knowing you as Ishwara, Maya Pramadat, or maybe out of my laziness or negligence, Api Pranayenava, or due to my extreme affection for you. He gives three reasons why he could have made this mistake, Sanjura, tenders his unconditional apology, a sign of a great devotee. Arjuna recalls all the places where he could have been uncourteous to Krishna. Hey Achyuta, you don't miss your duties, that is the name of Krishna. Even if I have in a lighter mood, I have disregarded you in any way while going out, while sleeping, while sitting or while eating together in privacy or in front of others. Tachamaye aham. Oh Lord, please forgive me. Tvam aprameyam. Because you are beyond imagination. You are father to this living and the non-living world. You are most respectable, the greatest teacher. No one is similar to you. Who can be better than you in these three lokas? You are apratimas prabhava. Oh God, you are of immeasurable splendor and glories. Therefore, he says, I prostrate, bow down completely with all my body to please you. I sing the Lord's glory. Just as the father forgives his son, a friend forgives another, and a lover forgives a loved one, 
bear with their mistakes and forgives them. Please forgive me, he says. Arjuna now wants to see the calm and the unruffled original form of the Lord. So he says, seeing whatever I have never seen before, I am very happy, along with my mind is disturbed because of fear. So please show me your original form, your Chaturbhuja Swarupa. Be pleased, please show me your original form along with Shankhagada Chakra in your hands. I am yearning to see that original form of yours. Oh, one in the cosmic form with thousand hands. Tena eva rupena chaturbhujena bhava. Manifest as your original four-armed Chaturbhuj Swarupa. The original form of Krishna is the form of Lord Vishnu, which is a four-armed form, the Chaturbhuj Swarupa, which Arjuna wishes to see again as he is familiar to that form always. As always, Krishna is ready to oblige by his grace. He says, Oh Arjuna, pleased by you, I showed you this form. This highest form which could only be seen due to my yogic energies, which is vast, luminous, endless and beginning of all. No one else apart from you has seen this form ever before. Bhagavan Krishna is all merciful. By his divine grace on Arjuna, the cosmic form Vishwarupa could be seen by Arjuna. The power of yoga, the Maya Shakti, only makes such a divine vision possible by the divine eyes, Divya Chakshu, not with the regular eyes which otherwise is impossible by the mortals to see. The divine Ishwara is infinite, limitless, most radiant and origin of all in this universe. Arjuna was the only fortunate as he could see the cosmic form in great details and could even converse with the Lord in his cosmic form. Transiently, such a form was seen by Krishna's mother Yashoda while Krishna opened his mouth and Duryodhana in his courtroom when he tried to bind Krishna when Krishna had come with a message of truth before the ma- truce before the Mahabharata battle. The cosmic form Vishwarupa is rarely seen by anyone. Neither Bhagwan says by Veda, by Yagna, nor by Dana, donations, charity, neither by karma nor by rigorous finance. This form is not possible to be seen in this mortal world. Tvadanyena, by anyone apart from you here, Arjuna. Krishna says no one can see this form. It is only due to his grace that Arjuna could behold this giant cosmic Vishwarupa. Even the greatest devotees of the Lord do not have the eligibility to see this divine form of the Lord in spite of the arduous spiritual journey and the intense penance that that, that they do. Now by his grace, Krishna assumes his original form once again. Now you don't get distressed, Arjuna, don't get confused by seeing my ghastly form. Let go of your fear and he says, get back to your happy state. Tata eva me rupa midam prapasya. And now you see my original four-armed Chaturbhuj Swarupa. In this way, after Vasudev, Krishna told Arjuna, once again he showed the original Chaturbhuj form and gave solace to Krish Arjuna as he was in a lot of fear. Bhutva Puna, Saubhme Vapuh Mahatma. And Krishna again assumes a pleasing four-armed form, the Chaturbhuj Swarupa. Sanjay describes the unraveling of the cosmic form of the God to his original blissful form to King Dhritarashtra to please Arjuna and remove his fears and confusion. Arjuna is much pleased and says, after seeing your pleasing human form, now I am better organized, sachetaha, I have regained my consciousness, prakrutim gataha, and I have come back to my original nature. Arjuna has regained his composure and has come back to his senses, to his evenness and balance after seeing the Lord in his original form. Bhagavan Krishna says, vision of the Vishwarupa is very rare, it is durlabha. Now that you have seen this cosmic form of mind, Vishwarupa, Sudurdarsham, which is possible only to see with great difficulties. Even the Devas are always eager to see this form. The rare glimpse of the divine cosmic form of the Lord of the Universe is not easy. 
requires great hard work in the form of spiritual journey kathora sadhana for creating the eligibility patrata to see such a divine cosmic form which is rare even the devas are always eager to see this form how can it be seen neither by veda study nor by pinans nor by donations it is possible to see me in this form the one that you just saw bhagwan krishna is himself telling arjuna that krishna says this form cannot be seen by the greatest of all devotees who pursue their spiritual journey then how on earth is it possible to see this cosmic form and bhagwan krishna gives a solution he says committed devotion is the only way bhaktya tu ananyaya only with a one pointed devotion o arjuna it is possible to know me in that form vishwarupa to know me to see me and to understand me in reality krishna is praising devotion as one of the most important part of the spiritual exercises to attain the divine the only solution to see divine in a cosmic form is one pointed dedicated devotion which is only makes us one eligible for this grace of the divine that arjuna had one pointed devotion means god is the first priority and the only priority in life everything else becomes a second priority or no priority at all the commitment is total and complete to the almighty all love respect and devotion is only for the lord devotion is not the means to the goal but the only goal just to please the lord there is complete surrender and acceptance for all situations in life without complaints or blaming others this is possible only with a one pointed devotion ananya bhakti how god can be attained and this is possible with a disciplined step by step spiritual journey and adhyatma sadhana steps of which krishna describes in the concluding verse of the 11th adhyaya here krishna shows the summary of gita ji the steps of seeker spiritual journey samam eti he says that devotee will attain me only who mat karma kruta first he says who does everything for me karma yoga mat param who is surrendered to me who is gnan parayan or nishta mat bhakta who is my devotee who carries out bhakti yoga sangavarjita who is without attachments who does not have raga as vairagya nirvaira sarvabhuteshu is devoid of animosity for all or dvesha the spiritual journey for an aspirant who seeks to attain the divine starts with converting his all his actions karma to surrender to the god mat karma kruta with an attitude of karma yoga this means surrendering our ego our pride while doing any any of our actions by doing it as an instrument in the hands of the god the nimitta matra bhava and wherever we get the results it is accepted as a gift from the divine as a prasada buddhi the second and the important means is devotion to the god mat bhakta we need to love respect and worship the divine in all forms with an attitude of surrender to the divine and seeing his glories energies and grace in all that we do and all that we receive the third and the final understanding is the knowledge to attain the divine mat param these are the three means or the sadhan to attain the divine the two other vices that we need to let go are the attachments the raga and the anger the dvesha doing our actions with the devotional aspect helps us to gradually de- reduce our attachments to the material world its people and the objects of daily life sangavarjita this love for material objects bind us to this world and to release this bondage a sense of detachment vairagya needs to happen with the right understanding samajdari also animosity or hatred towards other people and other beings need to reduce for us to progress on the path to attain the divine nirvaira sarvabhuteshu 
The reduction in our strong likes and dislikes, raga, dvesha, helps us to make our mind and our self capable to perceive the divine understanding. Thereafter, the path is to understand the divine knowledge by following the path of knowledge, the Gnana Yoga, comprising of Shravana, Manana and Nidityasana. The detailed description of the devotional worship to the divine is going to be in the next or the 12th Atihaya, the Bhakti Yoga, and thereafter the path of knowledge will be unlocked in the 13th Adhyaya, the Kshetra Kshetragna Vibhaga Yoga. With this we come to the end of the 11th Adhyaya of Sri Bhagavad Gita. Om Tat Satiti Srimad Bhagavad Gita Su Upanishatsu Brahma Vidyayam Yoga Shastre Shri Krishna Arjuna Samvate Vishwarupa Darshana Yogo Nama Aikadashodhyayaha Thank you for listening to this episode in the series Transform Your Life by Understanding of Bhagavad Gita. This is your host Sanjeev. Hope you have gained by the sharing. For more detailed understanding, please visit YouTube channel S Haribakti. It's one word S-H-A-R-I B-H-A-K-T-I where you will find multiple Adhyaya videos arranged in respective playlists. Or you could join WhatsApp learning group, the Bhagavad Gita study group, where we do a guided in-depth study of Bhagavad Gita over one year period. Do send me an email request on sharibhakti it's one word at the rate gmail.com so I can share a link for you to join this group. Thank you.